0: just a bloke in a bar. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of Bloke in a Bar brought to you by Bloke Beer. It is the beer of Australian sport. Get into your local celebrations, liquor legends, IJ Plus liquor, bottle-o, you name it bloke beer is in it if they haven't got it there just ask them to order some more in. probably sold out it is a beautiful easy drinking beer we've also got a mid strength as well head to our website bloke.shop or blokeinabar.com for our store locator grab a case of bloke beer the beer of australia beer for blokes a turn up for family mates in good times aussie spirit in a can with that out of the way i've got the big fella here tyson gamble how you going brother
1: good mate if that was off the top of your head that was unbelievable oh, wow. i was just in shock then that was so good <laughs> bro, bro when, done.
0: You, when you repeat it as much as i do it's just a oh safe. i was gonna
1: say that was hectic <laughs> i would never be able to do that
0: <laughs> no trust me it's like uh it's like editor it's like you play enough footy you're calm in certain situations if you podcast enough like i forget what it feels like to not realize there's cameras there yeah you know okay. what i'm saying yeah 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 whereas yeah. When I started, I was aware there's a camera there, there's a mic here. So it makes it way more intimidating. Way more intimidating. Yeah. Whereas now, I don't, it doesn't even register that camera's there. This is going to go out to tens of thousands. It yeah. doesn't even register. Mate, but uh, how have you been after the year that you had? How's it been?
1: Yeah, good. Mm. Good. It was good to get away. Um, obviously, first few weeks once the season finished. But reflection on the year for myself, it was probably one of the better years I've ever had.
0: Yeah. Can't complain. And like that feeling of, you know, because I understand – you know when you're trying to fight your way into first grade just that kind of for me anyway it's almost that when you have a really good season that off season of almost like letting your breath out like oh, i actually did it like i did something that i thought i could do and maybe some people didn't think i could do you know play really good footy in nrl
1: yeah absolutely well it was the i think i played 22 of the 27 games i, think I missed the first game didn't get picked thanks adzy um and then i got knocked out against manly so i missed the following week so pretty happy with how like the longevity of the the year i had and i've obviously did something right to stay on the team which is a bonus but yeah pretty happy with how the year went Mm. obviously the the way we finished was obviously not ideal but Mm. um to get to where we were with nine games to go it's a it's a fair achievement
0: what's it like being a part of a wave like that especially at a special club like newcastle where you know there are clubs that say oh yeah fans get behind us but you know there's. Newcastle's a very unique kind of setup
1: yeah Newcastle is unbelievable like I, you come I was at Brisbane before so I knew kind of what it's like to play for a one-team town one-team city but yeah. um going to Newcastle like they they ride you to the death like it when even when we were losing games at the start of the year midway through the year like they were still turning up yeah we weren't quite getting 39,000 or th- sort of <clears throat> sorry 30,000 but there was still 20,000 people there rocking up when we were mm. still sort of sitting Below or not in the top eight, yeah. Um, but yeah, that those, those nine games, the last three games to finish the season, and we had three home games was some of the best crowds I've ever played in front of, yeah, ever. Especially the last game. I think the last game was was it Cronulla or uh, the last game would have been Raiders, right? Oh yeah, the Raiders of the final. Yeah, that mm. was unbelievable. Yeah, because it was such a tight game. Like, yeah. everybody was on the edge of their seat. Mm. Yeah, it, I, my heart was dropping. And I was playing, <laughs> so I don't know how anybody else watching it was copping it, but yeah. yeah, it was, yeah, it just to get the win as well, first home final since I think 2006 it was,
0: yeah, it was, yeah, cool,
1: yeah, something that'll probably stay with me for the rest of my life.
0: When do you think? When do you think it clicked for you guys this year? Where you go, you know what? We could not only just make the eight, but you guys, you by the end of the year, I felt like you were playing top four footy, you know, and yeah. that that's something that. I don't think even the most i guess uh dedicated newcastle fan could have predicted that there was a period there where you're playing genuine top four footy could genuinely take i mean you beat the melbourne storm towards the end, like you know close-ish to the end of the year yeah. when did you realize like, oh shit, like we actually can make a pushy um <clears throat> i think earlier
1: in the season when we took penrith to golden point mm. that was a massive realization within the squad that we full were like uh, yeah squad. we we we're three minutes away from beating them or two minutes away from beating them but like you can't try to beat Penrith by a point you've got to sort of you've got to play 80 minutes against them but yep. for myself that was a realisation that like when we play well and when we do what we do well mm. we can take it to the best teams in the comp yep. but for the team I think it was that dogs game yeah okay um, we realised like everything that we did in attack clicked and I think the holding them to zero was a massive massive thing for us because our attack obviously worked and then we, could, mm. we proved that defensively we could stop teams yeah um and that showed i think the last 20 seconds of that game the dogs were a very big chance of scoring in the corner um and our left back row made the tackle Mm. to stop it fitzy so yeah it's it shows and you can sort of pinpoint one game but there was a tougher games that we played that Mm. we sort of didn't win as well
0: it's uh yeah see i i looked at those games where i think your first turning point personally and I copped I copped a lot from the Knights fans for it. <laughs> uh, it wasn't the actual game, it was the the week the few couple of weeks after. But it was when you played the Dolphins and you're in the game with about 15 to go and then they put like fucking 16 points oh, in or yeah, something. I know and know, I will come right on, on that, the show yeah. and I was like, that's that's not good enough. Like it's, it, you know, I think you are missing some players. And I was like, they are way better than this. Like to just, to be in the game and to get, you know, pumped in the last 10, it's not good enough. And a few of the Knights fans like, you know, that's bullshit, blah, blah, which is fair enough, fair enough. And then I think the next couple games you came out and you showed like grit and fucking good, like strong yep. defense and that. I think that's like, for me, like looking on where it, like kind of a kernel in your mind where you realize like we can't be that side that just like lets the last 10 minutes go on. That's not yeah. who we're, our DNA is. And by the end of the year, as you said, like your defense was some of the best in the comp. I think even if you compare, to, you know, your back into the season, it's like top tier yeah. defensively.
1: Yeah. Well, that was out. So we had a new defensive that we, defensive system that we we're trying to learn okay, through, pre, through the preseason. Yeah, okay. And like it was sort of, we didn't really pick it up the way we probably should have like we had a lot of new boys playing yeah like we had a lot of players in the middle that didn't really do much of pre like Adam Elliott was injured a lot of it Jack yeah. Hevington was injured for a lot of it mm. um Kalen was like, he was defending in the front line and then he did his calf in preseason the like last year so mm. we had a lot of ins and outs of like pretty key players yeah and I don't think we really picked up that defensive system until we got a lot of like clarity within the team we weren't getting injuries yeah we had we got to stick with the same 17 Mm. or like one or two players being in and out of position like we got to stick with that and we really worked out a way for it to work for us yeah and it it, sometimes that that takes Mm. a couple months to really pick up because there could be games when like blokes get injured or like hias people get sent off so it it throws things out but so halfway through the season i think that's when we really nailed our role and realized that we what we had to do to get yeah. our defense
0: right. It's like, it's almost trust in it, eh? It's not yeah. necessarily like, can we do it? Like, of course we can do it. We're fucking footy players. But it's almost like everyone agreed, oh, this actually works when we all yeah. buy into this yeah. system. Kind and of thing. Building building the trust is like, I know it sounds a little bit
1: cliche, but trying to build trust with somebody that you don't usually defend with yeah. is extremely hard. Oh, mate. 100%. Very hard. Like. Yeah it's hard for i feel like defensively your back row and your center positions are like one of the hardest like defend your back row has got to defend in the middle as well as defend with his edge Mm. and your center probably has to make the most decisions or the hardest decisions because if he jams and misses he gets sprayed if he doesn't jam and it's a three on two he's like well why didn't you jam so yeah so on i played a lot on the left at the start and a lot on the right and Mm. sort of once we swapped it was sort of hard those first couple weeks to build that but Yeah, by the end of it, it worked, and it's it's weird. I had frizz and gags on either side of me, so it was a it was easy for me. But like they had to learn how to defend with me, and you learn different things of different players as you sort of play longer with them. Yeah, so it took a little bit, but as you said, like the last sort of I think six or seven rounds, we were one of the best defensive teams, Mm. especially on our try line anyway.
0: Yeah, um, in the comp. Yeah, it's uh like another example. So I used to love. Defending outside Darius Boyd because he was just real simple. He's either going in or he's sliding. There was yep. no, you know, you could argue that sometimes you can be too structured in defence, but with Dubs, it was always like very clear what he was doing. So as a winger, you just did, you followed what he did. Yep. Whereas Hodjo was way different. He had like a an in, like intuitive kind of feel for the game. So he used to do like little things like dummy to jam in, then take a step back. Yeah, and, yeah, and so all these little things that if I had a bit longer with Hodjo, I would know when he's being serious and actually all come down to, now they would have scored anyway, There's a three overlap, but uh, in a semi against Melbourne Storm, Lockie jams in, Hodjo does the dummy steps back, but cause I see Lockie go and I see Hodjo dummy, yeah. I sprint in and then I get left in no man's land. Yeah. And that's all just time. Like if I had to been with Hodjo for a little bit longer, I would know. And that's just an example of trust. Like it yeah. sounds cliche and it's like a hundred percent true. Yeah. It's, it's never
1: say, It just doesn't happen overnight. <laughs> yeah, like It takes a few weeks of practice. I know you get pre-season, but pre-season's
0: pre-season. Not the, like yeah, it's
1: not the same. You're getting pumped in Con and then trying to do it. It's yeah. not like... And also, not,
0: they're when they're attacking you, they're not attacking you the way a team attacks you. Yeah, them. exactly. It's always a bit sort of... It's
1: almost like 80% at yeah. training. And like, you know the shapes that are coming because they're your own shape. Yeah. So it's a bit easier to defend. But yeah. when you're defending a team, it runs different things, has different players that are better at different things. It's mm. It's hard, but... It's just one of those things that yeah, build over time.
0: Yeah, and we okay. got we
1: got it right towards the end.
0: Um, and so, what about so you so you reckon the Bulldogs game games when it all kind of clicked for you guys? What was your favourite part of this year, personally? Individually,
1: um, individually, probably going back to that Penrith game that we lost at home. I mm. um, kicked the field goal to put us up in front, um, but regardless of the result, that game finished and the Newcastle chant was like we just lost and all the fans stayed and were like chanting Newcastle yeah wow like I don't think there's too many fan bases that will chant your team after losing a game no no and like that for me was why I wanted to go to Newcastle like Mm. they as I said they're ride or die when you're winning they love you but if you're losing like they'll let you know too yeah but to have them like love us after we've just lost was like unbelievable like that's why you play footy for your fans massive reason and for have to have them have our back like that and be proud of us after a game we lost was it was it kind of sends like shivers down your spine a little bit because we were heartbroken that we lost that game because we mm. were so close like we, were, we probably should have won
0: mm.
1: but um yeah that for me was a highlight of this year
0: yeah what about uh seeing kp's journey this year you know going from a guy that a lot of people going and as a mate you're sitting there going oh, i just want what's best for you if it's never to play footy again and that's best for your head sweet yeah at the same time, if it's to play the best footy you've ever played, which you ended up doing, yeah, that's also cool. What was it like being a, a half with KP? Uh,
1: it was it was cool in preseason because, like, we, we didn't really we didn't have Lockie Miller for a lot of the mm. preseason, so he was at, KP was actually training at half, and I was a fullback, so I kind of got yeah, which I haven't really played much of, but <laughs> it was kind of cool because it kind of got to help him in aspects that he didn't quite really understand mm. yet because um, he obviously really loves to play on the left side of the field like that's his go-to but it was yeah. trying to it's hard getting him to come and play both sides because he's yeah. so good and yeah. like at the end of the year at fullback he was sort of forced to play both sides yeah and he played his best footy but yeah with the head knock kind of thing it was kind of it was tough mm. to see because i was i was on i played the game where it happened at the tiger it happened right in front of our bench and like he heard it and it was like whoa like, yeah well yeah. the way he walked off the field like it was sort of heartbreaking and so, like we won that game but To see how devastated he was Mm. not just for the team and like he was just kind of like really like another one yeah it was sort of heartbreaking to see him like that because he is generally one of the nicest people you'll ever meet yeah my first day in newcastle he i met him at a a restaurant and he was like oh i'll message you on the weekend we'll come for a beer yeah i'd known him all of 10 minutes yeah Asked me out for a beer on the weekend and like Showed me around Newcastle and actually spent some time With me to get to know me so yeah, That was the first meeting of, of any player In Newcastle yeah, so It meant to be obviously being Caelan Ponga too mm. Like the captain of the club and yeah. him just being Who he is It mm. meant a lot to me, I actually felt comfortable yeah. Early, like mm. I didn't really have to break down too many Barriers or yeah. be in my shell for too long Which was good for me because I don't Really like that but <laughs> um, Yeah to see where he come from, obviously having his six weeks off and coming back into playing and to play the way he did at the end of the year is a testament to how
0: hard he works. Yeah. He's a uh, – mate, I I just hope hope it just stays like this. Because this is where he belongs, you know, like yeah. superstar of the game, playing hectic footy. Yeah. Um, he's so good for rugby league. Okay, that last that game against the Raiders, you know, you actually you played really well. Really well, I thought anyway. Um did you, was there a moment when you thought that you might lose this? Like you might have been ambushed by uh, you know the first 25 minutes yeah and I,
1: it was my first finals game. i think it was a lot of our team's first finals game so yep. we didn't really know what to expect
0: well finals foot is like a whole new season it's like yeah it's like a
1: um you kind of hear that being said from exactly, players yeah. and like like commentators and all that sort of stuff but you're like how different can it be like i've I've done this for 26 rounds or 27 rounds like can't it can't be that different yeah but it is different <laughs> yeah. so different like from first kickoff like the the intensity the expectations of your, like your fans want you to win you're at your own home like you've yeah. got the home field advantage you've got everything like you've got everything to lose yeah especially when you're expected to win as well and we played awful yeah awful like <laughs> we couldn't hold the ball like defensively or missing tackles that we would usually make and put ourselves under a lot of pressure but mm. um yeah the i think they had a field goal opportunity at the end of that game and i think uh, the mac or frizz knocked it down mm. but i was it i was i didn't move i don't think off the line i was just staring at him like surely not yeah um but yeah that game was a little too close for comfort for me <laughs> what was the half uh, time rev up from orion like it was actually not that bad like he didn't spray us but it, you could tell like it, it was very direct yeah like very direct like he didn't he wasn't stuffing around like he yeah. was like what kind of what he's doing like you haven't done this for the last nine weeks yeah what what he's doing then like just told exactly what we're going wrong exactly what we needed to do to fix it Mm. um and we sort of went out and did that Mm. we lost jacko in that first half which everyone was sort of i think we were all a little bit confused like what was going to happen there
0: Mm.
1: um and even i was confused because i kind of knew the way we play like our halfback plays on the ball yeah um and on our bench we had kurt man so he was kind of going to come on and play the sixth role and i was going to play as on the ball but Nobody really said that to me. So okay. I was like, oh, is it gonna happen? Yeah. It's not gonna happen. So I think that first like five, ten minutes of that half were a bit rattled, but yeah. Everything clicked in the gear. Um, I think Kalen took control of that game yeah. more than anyone else. Killed it. Some of the things he did, yeah. does are <laughs> unbelievable. So, 100%. 100%. Yeah. He definitely deserved like I know it's hard with the Dally M. obviously mm. everything that happened, but in my eyes, I'm probably because he's like I played with him. I think yeah. he definitely deserved those last nine games without him. I know it's a team effort, but without some of the things he can do on the field, I don't think we win some of those games.
0: Oh, for sure, for sure. Not at all. It's it just it sucks that there was this such a, an incredible narrative around Sean Johnson. Yeah, I think people would have been more. It would have been less controversial if it wasn't Sean Johnson. It was just like another gun that had yeah. played this role. but everyone wanted to see the guy that you know was pretty much on retirement, pretty much going. Yeah, quit the everyone game. was
1: sort of telling him that he was oh, like retire kind of thing but yeah
0: and so it, it was the journey i think that people fell in love with yeah like and it's, and it's you, you you'd sit down and make arguments of should the system change should the system not change but to say that kp wasn't absolutely phenomenal and the best player in the competition or at least yeah. one of the best it, it's just not yeah. true like i it's,
1: think it, it hurt sean johnson as well <clears throat> that like adam finnall blake was polling a lot of points and we didn't really have necessarily anyone polling six points four, yeah. five points four points like if we were getting points Caelan was getting points Yeah for sure Kind of thing And that's sure. it, it is kind of hard To have that other player That's really good But like It's not saying that we don't have a player That's really good But
0: Caelan's so
1: a freak yeah. Like Caelan's probably Top five Whatever in the NRL Like best players Like and, yeah. and when you saw that At the back end of the year So mm. Sort of hard to Take like, Who was really going to take points away from him For us Like he was having line breaks He was running 200 metres He'd have three try assists And a try Like yeah, Crazy He's going to be getting the points Regardless yeah. of what else happens And I, like us. I think
0: if you if you love yarns like he's a guy that in his first year would have won the Dally M if he didn't do his hammy KP yeah. five six years later or whatever it is finally like when you think it's you you're actually at the point looking at KP going could this superstar not become everything we thought he was going to be and at the like the dying breath where the head knocks people are saying you've got to quit footy forever he goes, boom, turns it around, wins the M. Yeah. Like, that's an incredible story. It's a fair story. I don't
1: even think he expected to even go as close as what he did. Like, you saw his mm. face when his name was announced. He yeah. was like, like, kind of really? Like, yeah. But I sort of felt, like, going into, like, those last few rounds when they were given the points in the Dallium, I was mm. like, Caitlin's probably going to win. Like, yeah, yeah. looking back at the games, like, he didn't – the only game he didn't play for us was the Dragons game, with the last one. Mm. But before that, he was, one of like, easily our best player. Yeah. The best absolutely. against South, the best against – um the sharks the two weeks by away he definitely would have pulled six points yeah absolutely Um, it was yeah it was cool to have like to be a part this is probably a bit selfish it was cool to be a part of his season Mm. and like feel like i kind of helped him get it yeah it's probably weird to say it's fine yeah it's kind of weird to say but like it sort of gives you be like you feel good in yourself knowing that like you helped your teammate like it's an individual award Mm. but you want to be able to help your teammates win those yeah for sure in the and you can, season.
0: you know 20 years time we're sitting in a pub you that's my claim to fame like, i was six <laughs> one of the best years ever for kp um uh, so yeah incredible year. look there was some controversies as well look this is not a big deal to me but i think that a lot of people are listening will just want to hear your thoughts of it so obviously uh willie mason came out on a podcast he had his opinion uh, i don't think anyone had an issue with having his opinion on saying yeah. you know where he thought you landed in the house pairing i think People were a bit shocked at the aggressive nature of the opinion, which is like, okay, that you you're um, you might be nitpicking there, but anyway. So he basically said that, um, and when I say aggressive, I'm being a bit facetious. He was just like shit. He said they were shit instead of like, yeah. you know, they're not the <laughs> yeah. best or whatever. And yeah. that's, so if you're worried about anyway, whatever. So basically, Willie Mason came out and said that without KP, like you guys are the worst spine in the competition, and no one's doing video on you boys. Um, and so he said that. Now, I've spoken to Scope since and I think Scope kind of said to me, I think he was trying to say like in that top eight bracket. Yeah. But anyway, it came out as if you were the worst one in the competition. Me personally, I disagree with that. I thought that was like literally factually incorrect. I pointed to the game um, against Penrith where you guys won point, full strength Penrith sides. Anyway. Yeah. So where were you when you saw that video? And I'm sure all your mates were just like, Sending it to you. I was just at home. So I think it came out on the like a Wednesday or something before mm. we
1: played. I was just at home and like I don't really take those kind of things personally, believe it or not, after yeah. coming out what I said, but <laughs> like I'm pretty cruisy mm. Like obviously it wasn't really nice here, but like it's things get said about you all the time. Like I've yeah. had worse, I've had I've had worse things said to me <laughs> on a on, on a night out or on the footy field. Like yeah. it's not really that big of an issue. But mm. um yeah, like kind of was tough to hear about yourself but it's sort of one of those things like it depends on how you take it like Mm. do you take it and use it as a bit of motivation
0: Mm.
1: or do you take it and like think oh well sort of poor me like how can you say that about me and my Mm. teammates kind of thing so yeah my partner sent it to me as well and she thought it was funny which is nice (laughs) she's laughed at me but yeah that's cool um but yeah it yeah I think I use it as motivation in the game Mm. because that's I think that was leading into our first finals game Wow. Um, I'm pretty sure it was.
0: was yeah. Regardless, it was a big game because you were playing Sharkies. I think then you, you played the Rabbitoh Sharkies, I think.
1: Yeah. And then I think we finished with the Dragons, but we didn't have our full spine playing that. I'm yeah. pretty, it was one of those games. Mm. Um, so I think we used it as a bit of motivation. What I did.
0: Yeah.
1: It was definitely the Raiders game because I had family after the game in the sheds with me and a few mates down there having a beer. Yeah. Um, and I just finished like an interview about the game and sort of as the bloke was leaving, asked me about it. Um, and like I was with my mates. I just won a game of footy. Like I was having a beer, like
0: enjoying myself. And, I, and that's when I said what I said. So basically you said, you said so the, the game's over, the journo's packing up, the journo's basically walking away. Yeah. And then he asked you the question and then you said, oh, tell Willie to get fucked or something like yeah,
1: that. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> and like I was genuinely, like I'd turned back to my family and all my mates. I, had, I think I had five mates there, my mum and dad, yeah. partner. Like we we're all there having a beer, enjoying I just finished it, turned back to him and then he like asked, asked me the question and then I said what I said like having a beer like laughing yep. enjoying my time I just won my first finals game ever yeah that I've played in like it was never it was banter it sounds, it sounds yeah, like to me the yeah that's was the banter. way I wanted it to come across but like <laughs> the way it come out in the media was like I stoned serious face just went like at him
0: yeah which is not the way but because when you read the quote, it does quite, it does go from zero to one hundred real quickly. Really it, quick. It's like, look, he's got his opinion, blah 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 and blah. Then bang! Tell him to get fucked. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Look, I am not really happy with the way I bit to what he said. Like, yeah. obviously, I don't like, I don't take that sort of thing personally. Like, it's never really like an issue. Like, say what you wanted. It's all good. But the way I bit to it is what I'm more annoyed about. Because like that's that's why it was in the media for so long. Like, if yeah. I don't say anything back to it. No one really cares yeah. about Clader. But and because so I bit
0: to it. When you say, like, I'm just trying to put in context for people listening. You sit in there, you're having beers, it's over the shoulder, tell them to get fucked. Proper over the shoulder. Like, he
1: was walking behind me and I just turned around. Like, I was, <laughs> f- my chest was facing into a group of people. Like, and I just said it over the shoulder. <laughs> yeah. Like, smiling, having a giggle. Yeah, yeah. Like, was never... Like I just said to him, like make sure you make sure you write this. So I'm saying this, like this is what I this is what I think about it. Like, it yeah. was never a personal attack, but the way it came out was, I'm I'm attacking him, yeah, which yeah, isn't yeah. the way I meant it, kind yeah. of thing. But it's too late now. It's, like, too, late it's now. too late now. It's it's they're not going to make it come across like I was being really nice about it and I was joking because that's not going to get as many clicks and yeah, it. it's not sure. going to
0: become as big of a thing as isn't, what it did. Isn't it like funny how you know, Willie. What he was trying to say and he's a little different because he's he said it and there was like you know you got cameras and you can see it but like so much things can get like lost in translation do you know what i mean yeah like, i think yeah. that if you like you probably you are sweet now it's one of the bridge but if you sat down and just talked about it you'd be like yeah sweet man that's your opinion yeah. and then you'd be like yeah, things like, are perceived uh, in a different way yeah, when yeah, you don't sure. have a camera like <laughs> yeah, yeah he's
1: obviously on his podcast like i'm doing it with one of those recorders yeah yeah like, and then old mates written a story about it yeah so yeah. it's kind of yeah it paint, it, I felt like it painted me in a bad light like I'm not that type of person like you see me on the field and I'm I'm a bit of a wanker like I'll get in somebody's face and I'll talk a lot of shit. but yeah. off the field I feel like I'm I try to be the total opposite to that like I try yeah. to be nice like I'm not going to just spray somebody for the sake of spraying them like, so
0: the way the way you saw Willie's comments were just like oh that's his opinion like yeah. yeah it sucks but like sucks he feels that way yeah but it's his opinion and i'm going to try to prove that yeah like, i correct. think
1: phoenix and i spoke about it we were just like, like let's prove him like a bit of like let's prove him because him and i were a bit in the same boat like neither of us had even, like, i think he'd played 50 games and like i still haven't played 50 games so mm. we're pretty pretty young into like our careers still and yeah. we will just like like so let's like it's not us like, let's prove him that. like yeah they have or like we we deserve to be like given our recognition i guess for what we've done this year yeah so it was used between us and even jacket will we like, like let's prove them wrong kind of thing so mm-hmm. it was a bit of a slap in the face but sort of something that helped i guess throughout the whole week of training yeah because you hear that about yourself and you're like no, it's not me
0: yeah well That's you're a me. competitor like,
1: yeah like i've done i've proved i felt like i proved that year that i had done something i was doing something right <laughs> yeah. I, had to have, I had to have been doing yeah. something right somewhere on that field so yeah. yeah i know that we without kaylin and like as we go back to we probably don't win a, some of those games but yeah that's the whole idea of having a superstar on your team, isn't it?
0: Yeah, 100%. Also, like, you can say that about a lot of teams, you know. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it, it was, mate, it was such big news. Okay, and then that all happens, and then, but then the problem is, is that he sees that quote and he thinks, oh, this like wants to talk shit. Yeah. And then he talks shit about you. Yeah. And then we, at this point, where you like, look, I just don't even want to talk about this anymore. Like, let's just move on. Yeah. Well, I think what you say, like, it was not a big hole that... Yeah, so, like, basically, it was a 70th minute of the Warriors game. You had lost. He's hadn't played that well yeah. and he basically said oh they're you know basically he's not a big enough hole yeah he just sprayed yeah. up pretty much which
1: is fair Fair <laughs> <laughs> considering like he didn't really realize what like the context that i was saying here and he only yeah. saw it like i was attacking him and that's all well and good that's why i, did, I didn't respond like there's nothing to respond to like it yeah. was i said what i said it come out the way it did but yeah obviously he's entitled to his his opinion that he had and to say something back but i yeah. was like yeah, yeah. so fair enough we lost probably right probably right yeah we lost i didn't play great so yeah tick that box you win you win i'll, I'll concede that one
0: <laughs> um nah, it's good that it's all good now though because yeah yeah
1: water on the bridge now we've spoken like it is what it is like we sort of just cleared the air like i even said like i felt like the medium portrayed that in a way that it wasn't meant to yeah and he sort of loves was like yeah understandable like it's all done good. yeah it's water on the bridge like yeah. we both sort of come like we both realize that probably was a bit bigger of a deal than it needed to, it be. to be. And you sure. just water
0: on the bridge like, yeah, it's sweet now. We're going to post this snippet, only this snippet and just bring, bring, it, we're going to bring it all back. <laughs> yeah, we're, perfect, start it gonna again. We're going to bring it all back. Yeah, perfect, start it again, can't wait, <laughs> No, no, we'll can't keep, wait. <laughs> we, we, won't, we won't snippet this bit, we'll keep this in the podcast. Like th- Things like this I always keep in the podcast because like we could easily release way more engaging snippets from yeah. our podcast, but I don't do that because I like to give the, Person that's coming to the podcast, the full context of the conversation, yeah. rather than going, oh, here's two minutes of Tyson talking about it. Whereas if they go to the podcast, they can listen to the whole, yeah, yeah, where yeah, it yeah. landed in the convo, how important it was to the podcast. Um, whereas if we were to release this snippet to to the like, let's say we, this is the first snippet we released, everyone would think that the podcast was about just that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas if you keep it in the podcast, people listening right now will go, oh, this is just a small part of it. Yeah, story. how we got to a, like yep. the
1: context of it all, hundred percent.
0: Talking about it um mate so like had an incredible year but growing up obviously born born in brizzy Yeah. um was you like did you play multiple sports you seem like you would have been a quite an active kid yeah yeah so i was born i was born in redcliffe so born i grew up always around oh, Reddy, I'll make yeah. sure to differentiate yeah. and Reddy. My <laughs> yeah, yeah, bad. My i was bad. born
1: in ready yeah, yeah yeah um growing up i've my f- brother always played footy my mm. dad was always around footy like I'd play I've I've touched wood I haven't missed a year since I was seven yeah wow um so it's been almost 21 years 21 years next Far year real. which is a long time right. um but yeah always rugby league always yeah. always my brother played when I was coming through when I was playing my dad was my coach for majority of my junior years the mm. so footy was always a thing um played a lot of touch. Um, other than that like it was just always footy based didn't like i was never into cricket or anything like that that was never me it was just touch footy or footy yeah and then okay. i was tagged like when i hit high school and that yep. but when i hit high school like i was didn't take footy seriously like
0: oh okay i think i was
1: playing like from under 13s or whatever mm. to 16s like i didn't even play a very high div mm. like it was div three or whatever in queens like i would, we never really played a great division of football wow. to get that sort of recognition yep and like my last year of high school like a couple of my mates that i played with and played juniors against like Jaden and Nickarima and stuff they had all signed like their 20s deals to brisbane and stuff like that and i was like just playing local league <laughs> footy at redcliffe there for about i wasn't even like signed to a like a senior contract or anything so
0: yep
1: yeah i sort of didn't really take footy seriously mm-hmm. and then my first year out of school was when i started taking it a bit more seriously yeah sort of grew a pair i reckon i would say yeah. and actually decided to have a dig yeah um and my first year outside of school I ended up finishing my the 20s the Colts year with Redcliffe yeah and we won a grand final which is pretty cool I'd play, I played the last seven games of the year like I didn't do a preseason with them didn't do anything and then <laughs> played the last seven games because there was a lot of injuries that yeah. they had and yeah and ended up winning a grand final were you
0: six or seven playing six or seven uh, I was six Yep, six um so that
1: was a bit of a like the way I come into footy was a bit weird because I was I think I was playing under 18s like like a premier grade at Redcliffe um, like working getting on sort of getting on the piss and then going footy yeah like it wasn't really something like i took it seriously but i hadn't even signed a senior deal yeah yeah and then the back end of the year i'd signed a contract to play like 20s at Redcliffe. yeah which is a big deal for me like first senior contract got paid to play yeah and i was like whoa this is the best yeah i'm working and getting paid to play footy yeah what'd you do for work um at that time i was an apprentice um shop fitter
0: Oh, okay. For yeah, a fitter. Just
1: didn't finish that because I was awful. Shocking, <laughs> mate. Shop fitters. Shocking.
0: Oh, charge like, an arm and a leg. Shop fitters. Yeah, well, I wasn't getting paid enough. <laughs> like I, I,
1: I was a first year apprentice. I was at eight dollars thirty. My first oh. first wage straight out of school, which was awesome. Um, but yeah, then from then I signed my a couple of years at Redcliffe. Um, <coughs> okay. The following year, played twenties again. Yep. Um, then my last year twenties, they wanted me to play against men, so I played. A grade, BRL A grade. Yep, um, won a grand final that year, yeah, which was wow. pretty cool. Yeah, um, first time playing against men.
0: So in A grade, you won the yeah. grand final. So wow. I was,
1: I, think I was nineteen or twenty playing A grade. which yep. I guess it was cool. They wanted me to play, but my first few games, I was appalling. So bad. <laughs> I didn't want to tackle. I didn't want to tackle. <laughs> own man, was like, I was twenty, like shitting myself. Yeah. But like, it all worked out at the end. I ended up playing some pretty good footy at that back end of that year. And the following year, I played. Um, Queensland Cup got my debut.
0: So what with when you start playing local uh, with the men, yeah. great. Where's your head at with footy then? Is it more just like, look, I love playing footy, or are you starting I to go? Like, I was always
1: like, I was always I just want to play cup. Mm,
0: okay,
1: because cup was a big thing.
0: Yeah. Like I was a kid, and I
1: think it was on ABC. Yeah, in Queensland. Well, you like would have two been two o'clock on Sunday, Arvo. So you I would used have been to growing
0: watch- up watching Clauseyles versus Reddy, Redcliffe yeah. have mad battles. Yeah. yeah.
1: So yeah. I used to grow up. And like Sunday, was it'd be on ABC two o'clock. Yeah. Before the NRL kicked off at four yep. o'clock, so I'd yep. watch like one game into the other. So when I, I never really took footy that like seriously at that age, because mm. I was like, oh, I had mates that were full time training already, like playing twenties, doing all yep. this, and I was like, well, it hasn't <laughs> happened yet. Probably not gonna happen anyway. So I was always just happy to play Queensland Cup, mm. always. Like, and then I got an opportunity because our cup team wasn't doing so great. Um, I think in the 2017 season that yep. was. Um, and then my um, cup debut for Redcliffe was with Benji. Oh, so well, when Benji, Benji was at the, at the Broncos. And it was his cup debut, you could say as well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you had to
1: he, Yeah, there. he played fullback and I played in the half. <laughs> he played fullback. Yeah. Oh, it was weird. Very weird. Wow. So, yeah. So it was pretty cool, like pretty cool story. It's freaking awesome to yeah. say you played with Benji Marshall. Yeah. yeah, and it wasn't even in the NRL, but and like it was, it was awesome. I played pretty well. He put me over for a try, which was even better. Cup debut, which That's is pretty sick. cool. <laughs> That's yeah, so good. It's <laughs> a bit of a claim to fame of me and Benji. Like, it was So it was so weird because I was like, I'd never met an NRL player before. Like, oh really? Not really. Oh, I'd met a couple that were dropping back from Brisbane throughout the year. Yeah, but like. I never played with him, so I was never really yeah. that close. And like to them, Benji Marsh was a different level. Yeah, Benji's yeah. not just an NRL player. Yeah, Benji's like a star. Yeah, like a, an idol. Yeah. to a lot of lot of kids. So
0: and you're in there in the spine. Yeah, him, just and I didn't
1: him. even know what to say. I was like, "Hi." Did like, you try to tell him where to go on that in the field? I don't. I don't remember saying anything to him <laughs> ever. I don't remember running any kind of shape or any kind of plays <laughs> or not nothing. Guy I was just there. I was just playing <laughs> footy. Like, oh, like what the hell?
0: <laughs> These fucking sticks won't give me any good shape. Yeah,
1: yeah. We played a few games together that year in cup. Uh, there was one game when like me and the other half were playing awful, and Benji just come in at halftime. Was like I'm taking over. Okay, I think we ended up coming. We won the game, so it was all right. But I was just like, like I don't even know what to do. I think it was like my second or third game. And yeah, we'll just whatever I did was just not working. Yeah, yeah. And he's just like I'm taking over. I was like, oh. Yeah, sweet. Enough, and he's coming tore yeah. apart. Oh, and man. then I think five years into that. uh oh, sorry, five years, five games into my Queensland Cup season, I'd signed mm-hmm. to the
0: Tigers yeah wow
1: So that was pretty cool
0: so when when you when you found out the tigers were interested was that something that like you knew the did you have a manager at this stage yeah
1: so i had, I had a manager of a cup for a couple of years but mm. like i was never really good enough to sort of like take me to mm. like an nrl team i'll like, oh, have a look at this kid yeah yeah but like I, at that time i was 21 playing cup in the halves mm. which doesn't often happen unless you're with an nrl team already yep, for sure um so it obviously looked pretty good to the Tigers, and yeah, within I think they said they were interested like on my third game, and then two weeks later I was kind of signed and wow. had a deal done.
0: When you saw when years. they said when you got that call from your manager saying they're interested, they've got a contract. What, what, what's that feeling like for you?
1: Like you know, you know that feeling like when something happens and you just don't know what to say, yeah. and like you just get like a, a weird sensation through. But I was like, like are you serious? Yeah, are you sure? <laughs> really? Because I was like, and then that happened, and I told my parents, I'm like. Like my mum cried and like I didn't even sign anything yet. (laughs) I could have taken it away. But like (laughs) telling my parents that like the Tigers are actually keen, like Mm. two-year deal, like all this and I'm like, like even they were a bit taken back. Yeah, wow. Because it was sort of like it didn't, I was still young. I was only 21. But like Mm. it was one of those things like a lot of the people I was playing with and a lot of kids were sort of debuting Mm. at that time.
0: Well, it's just like, it's so interesting to hear uh, this come up compared to Because, like, as you're trying to allude to, or you've kind of already said, like, there's almost, like, a select group of guns that come through school, they get their contracts in the first-grade squads, and they kind of – they might take a while to debut or they might, you know, step between clubs or whatever, but usually it's, like, pretty settled. And so for you to come through this way, like – it happens, but not very often does no, that happen. not at all. And, like, I didn't
1: play footy in high school. Like, you know, obviously that's a massive step you make or your regional teams mm-hmm. you play for Queensland and, like, that's sort of how you get your name out there. But I didn't even make any regional teams. <laughs> Barely even made my district teams when I was <laughs> at school, mate. Oh, like, before I hit 12, like, I was pretty good, played regional teams, and that sort of stuff. But after that, yeah, didn't play it at school. Like, I think I tried out once and didn't make it. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> clearly not for me. Clearly not for me at all. But yeah it was all it all happened pretty quick mm. for me and so you signed with the tigers
0: yeah did you go down immediately or is it next? No. Year? so
1: it was the following year so i went mm. down for like the, the back end of 2017 and the was it preseason. season first grade preseason. Yep. Yep. so i was full-time so i signed to the top 30 not even like a, a training trial or yeah, whatever yeah i signed to the top 30 which so, was okay even my, so. my manager was like when it happened he's like just sign straight away like this doesn't happen just
0: just do just it. it just really? put name
1: <laughs> sign right there because this doesn't happen often just do it. Don't talk like, about money. Don't do anything
0: sweet, Just get it done. Sweet.
1: No dramas, brother. I'll sign it. <laughs>
0: then, okay. So you get down to the Tigers. Yeah. What's that first preseason like for you? Well, the first one, it was actually all right
1: because mm. we had um, like Ivan, was a the coach then. Mm. So I'd met him in Brisbane a couple of times before, like after I'd signed. So I sort of, it was good. There was no army camps. Like it was hard. Mm like running wise and that sort of thing wise but it wasn't <coughs> like there was no army camps didn't really know what that was about mm. um so I was really good and yeah. I started the year in obviously New South Wales Cup played pretty good ended up debut in that year mm. um when I was 22 but looking back there's no way I was ready to play in a row no way yeah like way. my first, I had done what eight eight months of full-time training like yeah I still didn't know how to double defend like <laughs> coming through Redcliffe and that like year. I don't really have time to like really teach you how to do that. So I was just sort of just winging it. Yeah. And it didn't, it took me till like the back end of that year to really learn. Like Andrew Webster, the um, Warriors coach now, he actually mm. stood behind me and said, this is where you stand. This is what you do. Yeah. And then that's when it sort of clicked in
0: my and head. Just for people listening, double defenders, basically you've got a lead runner, you've got an out-the-back runner. Yeah. And yeah. just putting yourself in a position that if you hit short, you can still get a good shot in him, but also you can release and go to the out-the-back yeah. player.
1: So that's, it was saying I never even no one even spoke to me about it yeah wow. it was always I was always just winging it. it was always like if you hit play short sweet play at the back sweet like it was never really yeah until I got to NRL and like they play a hell of a lot deeper into the line so yeah. and then I was just like guessing
0: yeah just making the choice and pretty much I and there was, I there was like
1: two months there or not two months, so a month there where I would give up my inside shoulder like a training a lot mm. a lot and like when you do that everyone's like Ooh.
0: Can't be doing that. So and for that. listeners, giving up your inside shoulders, letting the lead runner through yeah. and just going out the back. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Which and is I like you'd rather that. you'd rather give up the lead out the back. Yeah. And you'd, hope that you're centre up You'd rather down. let
1: them score on the wing than let them score straight through. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was letting blokes run straight through my inside shoulder, like left, right and centre. Like <laughs> oh I'm talking two, three a session in <sighs> games it would happen. Cause I had no confidence because it started happening a lot. Mm. And then I was like, I don't even know what to do, where to stand, yeah, what to happen. And then it actually took yeah, Andrew Webster just to literally grab me and just stand behind me when we were doing like our defensive drills and say, "This is where you stand. This is what you look at. Mm. You track here, like track your defender here. Watch the ball and like, bang.
0: Keep your hips square. all Yeah, like
1: all the all the stuff that he sort of said to me, and then it actually started clicking. Like I sort of got pretty good at it. Yeah, um, but it actually it took somebody in my eight months into my first well, yeah. year being full time to actually break it down for me far out they were sort of just like you kind of like expected to know know these things and i guess if you're in a a team's younger systems you sort of you learn that for sure i was never in anything
0: well put it this way there's probably there might even be 12 year olds right now learning the pen with panther systems yeah like there genuinely might be 12 year olds out there right now learning their defensive systems jamming squirt like sliding yeah. keeping your body square keeping your feet moving which leg to put in which, which shoulder all that stuff yeah whereas when you're younger just playing footy for fun you're just doing whatever yeah you
1: don't you don't have no idea yeah like a lot a lot of a lot about footy i learned the hard way mm. like i didn't game management was not something i'd never even heard of until i went down to the tigers like far out that's and i played Two years or three years before I was even there, I was playing 20s, like, just... Winging it. Yeah, like, just kicking the ball sort of there because it was last. Like, putting a bomb up because it was last. Like, it wasn't yeah. really... There was no thought process <laughs> behind what I was doing. But yeah. it, it took, yeah, a long time. I, I've been at clubs with some pretty handy halves. Like my first couple of years, I had Brooksy, mm. Josh Reynolds, and Benji. Mm. And, like, you sort of learn a little bit from watching players, but, like, until somebody sort of sits you down and tells you why you... Why you're doing certain things you yeah. sort of I, I had no idea yeah like you learn little bits but i need somebody to tell me like what well, i don't need it but like i prefer somebody to tell me why we're doing something so then i know in my head why we're doing it yeah if i'm just doing something for the sake of doing it i'm just like no, why?
0: yeah. why am i doing that yeah <laughs> like
1: why why do i play short here for this reason like, yeah like why
0: and then you're overthinking it and yeah then and then yeah.
1: that's that yeah overthinking is something that i had to get over quickly in my early on in my career yep
0: well, the debut—you said you weren't ready, but it's still an incredible achievement. Yeah. Do you remember how it came about?
1: Yeah. So, Benji was out, I think, and Grub was—he was doing a fitness test, and they said, "Oh, you need to come to training, like just in case." And I was just sort of thinking, "Yeah, yeah, okay, sure, <laughs> right." So I went to training, um, and Grub didn't pass his fitness test. And then, like, we went into the team, and Ivan was just like, "Oh, Grub didn't pass his fitness test. Your debut." And I was like. <laughs> I was like so in shock because I was I had no thought process that I'd ever be debuting at that time. Yeah, and I was like, whole like, holy!" I think it was like I think we played on Saturday. And I found out on like the Wednesday or the Thursday or something. So I, I was I went bright red. Like I was like I wasn't embarrassed, but I was like like so excited. I didn't know what to do. Yeah, like everybody like yeah, you know when someone debuts, so everybody, everybody gets, around, gets you. around you. And I was yeah. like,
0: oh, what
1: do I say? Like, yeah, what do yeah. I do?
0: Yeah,
1: and like that training, I was like. Probably trying to do too much because I thought I had to. Yeah. Um and then the game, oh, it was Campbelltown mm. and it was a tornado. <laughs> like I'm talking a proper tornado. Like it was so windy. Yeah. Went out for kick catch. Didn't kick a ball good at all. Oh. Like, and I was just like, no way, like, what is going on? Yeah. And we wanted to kick to their left edge and I was playing on the right side. Yeah. So I was having I was doing majority of the kicking. Yep. First kick, we we're like on the fifty meter line. I kick it, put a bomb up, and it just sails dead. <laughs> just keeps going. I'm like, like really, like first thing I do, it's terrible. Is, yeah, it's terrible. And then that whole game, man, I, yeah, awful. Like, Not good. Yeah, like I never really knew about slowing the rock down, so I was tackling by actually just straight up getting a oh. marker, getting a marker ready to go. Oh no. Yeah, like I had a drop ball, like I, yeah, just didn't.
0: It's a tr- proper Barry Crocker
1: yeah well it wasn't my finest game and then it, the game itself was that bad I think well we're up 12 10 against Canberra at yeah. halftime and they end up winning like 36 <laughs> 12. like we yeah they end up putting it on us because we had the win in the first half so oh, it was sweet. Okay. yeah and then when we didn't have it like my kicks were awful like they were just going nowhere oh man like everything was just stacking up against us like they scored, they'll score and try some kickoffs Like, just things like, this wasn't our day. And, like, the the game was that bad. I think we had to buy the next week. The game was that bad, we didn't even do a review on it. (laughs) Wow. That's how bad the game was. And I was like, well, I didn't even – played awful my first NRL game, and we didn't review it, so I must have had a shocker.
0: Oh, man. And then
1: I think I finished the year in that cup season, like, pretty bad, too. Like, I was just – So your confidence
0: just – Yeah.
1: I think, oh, my next few games were bad, but then I sort of come half good. We played finals in the cup that year. But, yeah, in general, I was, yeah –
0: what's that feeling like you know you've made your debut and we always like on this podcast you usually hear that you know the, the triumph of the debut yeah all right and you're sitting in the locker room and you even if you lose you're still looking around going I did it I played well but this is very different for you you're walking off the field going oh, that was yeah. not good
1: yeah shocking mm. shocking I was rattled and then you know like <clears throat> I don't know if my parents want me to say this but you know how you finish your de- debut and like whether it's good or bad you go see your family yeah my parents got kicked out at halftime. Well, my dad got kicked out at half time and my mum went with him so I, I went there and my brother was there and my partner was there i didn't even have my parents to see at half like, at the end of the game and i was like if this day could get any worse like what's going to happen like, i might as well just just stay here like, what's going on so yeah that was great fun
0: so what he's just drinking carrying on and yeah well
1: wasn't even drinking like there, there must be a thing there where you can't get over a certain amount of beers at one time <laughs> And like, cause there was, I think that was, I had six people there and like you only had to get four. Yeah. And dad like obviously wanted six because there was six people. And then I don't know if there was an argument or whatever happened, but this chick was just like, oh, security,
0: he's got to go. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> like, so it he, wasn't even something hectic. It was just nah, like. it wasn't
1: even bad. Like oh. it wasn't bad at all. Like he wasn't even drunk. Oh, like man. I finished the game and like it was sweet. Like
0: all good. Man, rugby league's dead if a bloke can't get like yeah, six beers was, on his kid's debut. Yeah,
1: which is. <laughs> It was a bit shit, to be honest with you. Yeah. Like, go on. I still got to see my brother yeah. and my partner and that. But, like, you go after your NRL debut, your parents worked and sacrificed so much so to much. get you to footy, to footy, yeah. like on Saturdays and stuff when you're not yeah. even an NRL player. And then you finally get to debut. <sighs> the club's flown them down there, put them up for the night and stuff like that. And then they kicked out half time. Didn't even get to see them until I oh had a shower God. on that after the game. That is
0: insanity.
1: Yeah. And that, that, the leagues club that's near Campbelltown, mm. we went there after um and this is like june so it's freezing cold Campbelltown, cold as yeah, yeah. my mum wears ugg the game like and she wasn't allowed into west when we had the uh, the post game function like oh, oh like we had the post game function all the players like some of the like and everything like that and there's like so the big dogs of the team at the time got interviewed and it was like fans and stuff my parents had to wait in the car
0: so did the club not go oh no no he's she's with our players no. what so it's a nightmare day Oh, awful! So like,
1: I saw them after the game for a bit, and then I had to go pretty much straight away to the function after, yeah. and then that was like an hour. So I didn't. And then my parents weren't there. My partner didn't come in because she was like, oh, "I'll stay with your parents." So they they did say it Went and got a pizza and just sat in the car and waited for me.
0: <laughs> Mate, it's gone from funny to fucking sad. I'm yeah, getting, I'm getting I know. it was sad awful. For you.
1: I'm it was, it your your was parents, a tough, bro. yeah, it was a tough, uh, tough debut all around. played awful. Yeah. Parents weren't there to see, well, probably a good thing they missed the second half to be honest with you, because we got flogged, but yeah, couldn't see me after the game. Um, yeah, tough. Wow, wow. Anyway, okay. good, good experience though, lucky yeah. them. Wow, that is,
0: that is, in that is. I've <laughs> yeah,
1: it's different, eh? it's not usually uh,
0: feel good. Inspirational
1: David, David story. story, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know what, it's your story though. That's what's Absolutely. fucking mad. Um, and you fucking bounce back, which is the best bit. Okay. So, so that, that, you David your first year, but then yep. you don't play the second year. Do you no. think, do you think that was, and then I'm assuming you don't get re signed, well, you don't get re signed with any NRL club for that following
1: 2020 year? Nah, so, uh, 2019, um, match yep. come in. Okay. So he was coached there. And then, um, <coughs> when I was off contract, level, we trying to re sign and stuff before the June 30, mm. um, and they weren't really keen on re-signing, and I wasn't. I wasn't playing cup in the halves like I was playing sort of centre, okay. hooker, yep. and like I wanted to be a half. So my manager was at the. And my manager was like, "Look, you're not playing as a half, so it's going to be hard to re- get you signed somewhere as a half. If you're not playing as a half, if you're not playing there, so we <coughs> made the decision to leave the Tigers uh, like midway through the season, um, and I finished the year training trial at Brisbane, and just played at Redcliffe.
0: Oh, okay. So you finished 2019 training Def- trial. Yeah, yeah finished okay. the 2019 training trial. And this is when Brisbane had like no halves. We were like fully struggling. As in, yeah, tra- our so. halves think, weren't going great.
1: Yeah, I think I think that was the year that they made the finals. The, f- the last time they made the finals against para
0: And then we got pumped. 50, yeah, I think whatever. that was
1: the year I was there. But like, I was there for half the year, and I couldn't play because I was training trial. Yep. I like, had to go through. All that stuff. It wasn't really a thing to for me to play. It was more just to keep me full-time. Yeah, okay. And like okay. training with an NRL team. Because yeah, okay. if I wasn't Learning training with an NRL team, probably wouldn't have been picked up. Yeah, okay. But Brisbane kept me on the next year
0: mm.
1: and I was full-time again. Yep. Um, but then that was the COVID year. Oh, far out. So I didn't play f- – I no, actually, sorry, I lied. I played two games that year. Two games that year. For the Broncos? Yeah. So I played oh, – was it the COVID year? I think it might have been. It was yeah, it was a COVID year because then I played two games and I started. My well, first game, I was off the bench playing hooker. Mm. I've never played hooker before in my life,
0: ever. No one. What was it like putting on the Broncos jersey, being a kid from Brizzy? So good. Like it was so good. Like I think, yeah.
1: well, being a kid from Brizzy and my family never went for Brisbane, so I was never really a Broncos fan. Mm. But
0: there's still some special.
1: Yeah, like you, it's your hometown. Yeah, and there's hometown. A mis-
0: there was especially you know early two thousands. There was a mystique around the Broncos. Yeah,
1: hundred percent. And like it wasn't that the boys had a bad year that year, mm. it was just that like, for whatever reason that, that it's kind of kind of masked by the, that finals game. Yeah, to be fair. Mm. But yeah, I played hooker <clears throat> against Melbourne.
0: Oh, at Suncourt. So you're playing against Cameron Smith. Yeah, no, I've never played a game of hooker before in my life, ever. So your debut for the Broncos was in hooker for Cameron Smith, the guy that they didn't they let go. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a polar <laughs> opposites. There was a there was
1: actually like i've never played hooker. i've never defended in the middle it was my second nrl game mm. like it was stacked against me <laughs> yeah, and it was, was definitely against there. me <laughs> i was awful like well i i shouldn't say i was awful but one of the first things i did like jerome hughes gets the ball i get up a bit too far and my outside dude doesn't get up far enough so there's like a bit of space, yeah, space and he you. bounces past me and steps inside him and scores on the post and i was like oh my god <laughs> First involvement, second involvement. I think no second involvement. First involvement was getting run over by Tino, which is awesome. <laughs> second involvement was that. And I was just like,
0: Jesus. At what point is your like where's your confidence at this stage? Are you are pretty good at just water off a duck's back and Well, I wasn't forward? at the time. Yeah. I was I was awful at that sort of thing.
1: So we, when I was playing at that time, like I was really bad at holding on to things and couldn't if I did something bad, like
0: I'd hold on to it for a couple of minutes. I couldn't but pretty you must be playing it. decent footy because you were getting, you got a start. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you are just playing well in Q Cup. I was playing yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. Yeah. And you're so playing for Winham, correct? I was playing
1: for Redcliffe. Redcliffe. So I come back and played 2019 for Redcliffe and like they weren't sort of doing too good. Not saying it was because of me that mm. what well, we flipped our season around and we played finals. Yeah. That did you year. A,
0: did you play for Winham or are you out you? I never. played. No, for I don't good. know why I thought you played for Winham. No, anyway, for
1: Wynnum. yeah. So I play, I, was, I was playing pretty good in Cup. Okay. Really okay. good in Cup at the time. At six at six yeah. yeah six six and seven like i did a bit of both yeah okay um but yeah i think it for me to debut i think i can't remember there was a lot of injuries mm. at hooker yeah okay cory pike started and i was off the bench yep okay I, I think Ter- terps might have been out mm. um, i'm not sure who uh, Macker was out as well i think he was out at the time Yep. um can't really remember but yeah i yeah it was awful yeah in that game i'd never seen it so cam smith's on the right side of the field Jumps out a hooker with like left foot kick and bends it around and kicks a forty twenty on the right side of the field. I've never seen anybody do that ever, ever in my life. And I was just like, "All right, this is the standard." Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> That's probably why he's the best, one of the best to ever play the game. Like I'd never seen a player even attempt that. Yeah, and, to, and he just nailed it. It like, was like it was nothing. So good.
0: <laughs> left footer on the right so I just curled it around. What was it like? I mean. You probably, you probably everything was moving a bit too fast for you but like to see the master at work just around the dummy heart what was it like seeing that
1: yeah unreal yeah like because you don't really like i was i'm a queens obviously a massive queensland fan mm. love Queensland. so when i was watching it was always like the, the big like him um yeah cam smith billy slater yeah. thurston's cronks Lockies when i was growing up watching origin so it was like yeah. it was a bit, a bit surreal even just seeing him like
0: like, like just like being able to like field. look
1: and be on the same not on the same field is different, but just I saw him. Yeah, <laughs> So it was my second NRL game. I saw and I was like, that's That's right there. So it's pretty cool. But yeah, he you can see why he was one of the best to ever do it. Like, yeah. he just never looked tired. Oh, no, that's I don't know it's weird. He no. he does it? I don't I get tired that. and I would defend three in. He was defending the middle. Oh,
0: mate, I don't know how he did yeah, that. so
1: that was a bit of an experience. That one. I think we ended up getting pumped that game. We scored the first try and then it ended up being like forty-eight-six or something. Oof, like That it wasn't, wasn't a great game
0: um so did you just play
1: one game that year? No, two, nah, two, two two sorry i think at the end of the year we played the, the eels mm. and i got knocked out in the first 50 seconds <laughs> god. i was on the right side of the field again we sort of didn't really finish close enough for me to kick the ball so tommy didn't come around kicked the ball down the right side straight to sevo ran it back he shouldered him he cleaned the chin and i was stiff oh god jesus
0: 53 seconds what sucks about this is like so far anyway you're playing good footy in Q Cup. So, like, it sounds like everything's bad. Like, you're just playing bad footy all the time. But this is just, like, you've had three games in the NRL and yeah. they haven't really gone your way. Well, two games, essentially.
1: Yeah. It was, a, it was tough to cop that one because yep. I, that game was when I really felt that, like, I was kind of ready. I like yeah, started okay. playing pretty good footy. Like, I was playing really good footy in Cup. Yep. Um, and I was sort of was, like, I think Crofty got knocked out at training during the mm-hmm. week, and that's why I was playing. Yep. And I was, like ready to go and then yeah don't remember the game don't remember because that's that's when you used to fly in the day of the game I oh, have yeah. to fly out oh. so I don't remember flying I don't remember going to the airport Wow. I don't remember being on a flight I don't remember the warm-up don't remember running out don't remember the kick chase oh, right. I just remember the only recollection I have is sitting in the sheds like what happened like, yeah. what happened what was going on I was like texting my partner saying like um where we, like where are we staying tonight? Like what's going on? It's just, we live together. Oh. Like it, I was rattled. Like yeah. I was bad. Yeah, I can imagine. That's, probably, that's the only time I've really had a proper...
0: Proper bad. Proper,
1: when I can't remember anything. Yeah. I've yep. watched it back and like as soon as he sort of... He, he like turns a little bit and like just straight there like I
0: just go stiff. Far out. Oh. So, awesome. Yeah, sounds good. First uh, three games. Uh, <laughs> great. Far uh, yeah. out. Great job. Okay, so that, that all happens though. And then so 2021 rolls around and that's when you played a few a fair few more games um yeah what was it like under siebes as a as a rookie kind of well as a rookie that hadn't played that much games coming in was siebes still there or he nah, left so was the
1: 2019 he left then, by 21 yeah so that's yeah. when kevy took over yeah
0: okay so t- sorry 2020 what was that like working under siebes
1: it was good like he is very um he knows a lot about the game. Mm. Like, it's very detailed in the way he looks at it. So, yep. like, I was learning things at meetings that I had never even heard before. Yeah. And, like, it was cool. Mm. It was very cool. But for me, because I was never really, like, a chance of sort of playing, like, early. Yeah. Um, kind of just went in one ear and went out yeah. the other. Yeah. Probably didn't take it as serious as what I should have. Because, like, Milf was there. Crofty was there. Tommy Dearden was there. Yeah. Like, I was, I was down the pecking order. Down border. the pecking order. well down the pecking order. So, you like, like a...
0: You're sitting there going. i'm like
1: fourth string yeah like i'm like the the bloke that you don't even think about like, he's just there the, the top 30 number you need a bloke to fill it that was me that was me so i was like didn't really take it too serious like you'd have like your spine meetings and stuff and like mm. i would go to some wouldn't go to some others because yep. i was like it's not like i'm no chance of really playing like it's going to take a miracle for whatever happened like for, yep. for me to play i think the 20 20 years COVID, like the boys started really good mm. I mean they won two, from, two games yeah they won two from two and then COVID hit we didn't play yep um but yeah it was just a bad year for everybody I think that mm. like injuries like the COVID break kind of rattled everybody yep don't think we come back as fit as what we could have and yeah it just was a bad year and then like in Brisbane when you're losing it's tough like it's not just like you're losing games of footy like everybody's against you like you're yep. that's your play for the city kind of yeah. thing like when you're losing and we, weren't just losing, like we were not just lose like we'll getting beat beat. Yeah. so it was hard to cop then you come into training because and because it was COVID, all you could do was footy yeah you couldn't go do anything because you had to stay home like you had to isolate yeah like you couldn't do anything yeah you couldn't take your mind off it and i think it just ended up taking <clears throat> its toll on everybody mm. i know that's probably a little bit selfish to say of people like we were working still getting paid and all that sort yeah. of stuff it's a bit selfish but like um yeah when it's all you do and it's not going your your way yeah every weekend even if you trained good or tra- how hard you trained yeah it was like a slap in the face like really again
0: yeah and, and then happen
1: every- the next week you'd you'd feel like you'd train good and it was like again
0: yeah and the mood's just like yeah and then down. it was just
1: sort of like people just go on there for this like it's so bad to say like, we'll just go on there for the sake like that's our job kind of thing
0: yeah it
1: it's hard when you're losing games consistently like to to find that motivation to turn up with a smile on your face and like upbeat and
0: well it's like and that's that's a tough thing about first grade is like is is that those periods where you've got to find yeah. a way through and unfortunately <laughs> for you boys you didn't have a big senior playing group that could really go this is the direction that yeah, we need we were to head young that year, yeah. super super young and i, I used to say it all the time on the potty i was like they don't have senior players to go boys like fucking this is the direction like because when you're young you just trust the the big dogs yeah you're just like you're whatever you're
1: getting their footsteps and you just you just go. go yeah
0: um yeah and and like people go oh you know you used to of course i get it you still have a job i get all that like for sure appreciative but like i'd ask anyone if you were at a, a workplace and you were constantly working terribly like it, it like the sky is falling and then we've got people watching you as well so everyone's off you on you like it does get hard to turn up to work yeah. Now imagine your work included you getting absolutely bashed physically (laughs) on the weekend. Yeah. So everyone's human. Like people are human. You can't expect them to just be like, "Yeah, we're sweet. Everything's good." Like it does take a toll on people. Absolutely. Go speak to any team that wins the spoon or finishes the bottom table. They'll tell you by the end of the year, we just wanted to start again. We just wanted to refresh.
1: And it does help because we were like the only sport. Anything really happening? Like every media outlet, every day, there's something about the Broncos. Yeah. Saying about the players that weren't performing. Yeah. They were saying about everything and like a lot of the boys probably never really read it but like Mm. if you were to read that about yourself that's just knocking you down even further yeah
0: and you and look you understand it you're like but it doesn't change the fact it's happening you know what I mean you're like look I get it we're losing yeah at the same time it's not not
1: like I want to go out there and lose I don't train all week to go out there and have 50 points put on me yeah that's the last thing I want yeah I can uh, cop losing by one or two like it's hard it hurts more at least you know you're in the fight but when you're not even in the fight yeah that's the bit and you're like you so to, you don't want to give up but it's, if it's 20 minutes in and you're down 24 points oh. and like the score's beating the clock you're sort of
0: like it's gonna be a long night it's gonna be a long be a be a night long just night. tackling yeah. in the yeah. washing machine yeah. But, yeah so was it did it kind of feel like when Siebes and everything happened and it was you know finally done and you know you still struggled a little bit but did it kind of feel like and this this is nothing in reference to Siebs as a coach or whatever more like okay fresh start like is that, that is that what Kevy felt when he come in? Like, okay, we can reset here. I think so. Yeah, yeah.
1: I think cause, uh, I think through that preseason, I th- there was a lot of players in and out, or like a lot of players that sort of left mm. and stuff like that. And I think we to start that year, we weren't going too well either. That twenty twenty one season. Yep. Um I can't remember mm. what we were. I know I deb- I I didn't debut, so I I played round eight yep. against the Titans, mm. and I'm not even sure how good we were going before that. Yeah, um, and that was. That was tough because that again that year i felt like i could help i could do something and then and then when i when i was told to play that game well, i wasn't told to play like Kevy said like i'm going to give you your shot yeah it was sort of like now and never, mm. really because because i'd played obviously three and this was my fourth year full time and yep. it was my fourth game like it wasn't it wasn't like i was playing sort of 10 games a season like, it was my fourth game and yep. he's like yeah, you've got the seven like all I need you to do is just like kick well and just get us around the field so like him I reckon by him saying that like those two things like that's all I focus on all week
0: yeah okay
1: it's just like real simple direction just just get us to the last cycle and kick well and then just talk Mm. and that's what I was like i'm a bit out bit out there so i can talk mm. i feel like i can talk pretty well yeah um so that's all i did and i played probably one of my favorite games of nrl yeah to date,
0: played really well yeah. I mean, billy slater gave you a massive rap. yeah that was
1: probably one of the, yeah if i was to pinpoint a game in my career that is one that one of my favorites it would be that one because yeah. that was it was a now or never because mm. if i didn't play good then and i got dropped it was probably like, okay well never again yeah you're probably not going to get another chance like you've yeah. had what, three, three different clubs and or two different clubs at that time and four games and it hasn't yeah. really worked for you. Yeah, um, but yeah, I thought I played pretty good that game.
0: Yeah, um, and so yeah, so you play you play well and you kind of establish yourself to a degree of like, oh yeah, there's a bit of fight here and I think that like, as an ex-player and a fan of the Broncos, I just love like the fact that you're just ripping in, like you're just showing, I don't know, some, yeah, pretty competitive. Yeah, well, I just like look. Am I the, the most chirpy bloke on the footy field? No. <laughs> Is that chirpiness really associated with Brisbane? Like probably not outside no. of maybe Wendell. But I was just as a Broncos fan going, at least we're fucking in the fight. At least we're having, you know, we're just yeah. fucking in their faces. If he gets one on his chin, who gives a fuck? Like yeah. at least he's fucking in their face. Yeah. We just seem to have lacked that for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I was sort
1: of, it's, I've always played like that though. Mm. Like I've never, I've always been competitive. Like um, I like hate, I hate like every every NRL player hates losing, but yep. like I hate it, mm. like hate it so much. I I hate losing more than I like winning. I yep. feel like that's like a lot of people, but like if I can do something in a game, and you've obviously seen it, like put somebody off. At that game, I got Brimo sent off because I fell over, and then <laughs> I let him, and then I let him know about it too. Um, <gasps> oh, what else? Cool. I think I got into a bit of a push and shove with Jared Wallace after that. would absolutely destroy me? Just, I think I just walked away. So are you thinking? look if I get one on the chin, I get one on the chin. who gives a shit? I I don't even think about it like it just like every, every, when I do things like that it just sort of happens like it's not like I go out there pre-game thinking you know what I'm going to say something if this dude does something it just sort of happens like okay. it's not something that is premeditated or anything like it's just sort of happens in the spur of the moment like if I make someone make an error like I'm more than likely say something if get somebody sent off like I did to Brimo said something to him as he was going off but like yeah it all just sort of it I probably calmed it down a little bit the last yeah. year because that year, I probably did it a bit too much, yeah, and probably I probably gave myself a bit of a bad rap, I guess mm. you could say. Like everybody just thinks I'm a grub now. <laughs> like that's all I get. You're a grub. You're a blanket, You're a grub. Which <laughs> is fair enough because I've portrayed myself like that, yeah, in more than one instance in the game of footy. <laughs> so fair enough, but yeah, I'm not really like that. I've tried this since my this year. I think I'd had probably two instances where, yeah, which is still you think too. <laughs> too much anyway but yeah there was two and they were, they were spaced apart a bit so
0: I mean had a little bit as I said it right. the way I saw it was like you know if he's willing to do it when he's losing he like he has to be willing to do it at all times you can't just be your front runner and fucking get in yeah because we were losing at that time <laughs> they were up they were up like 20 nil or something 20 something nil um and I was like look at least we've got some fight here like just some yeah. mongrel on the footy field that I don't know because we just needed to claw our way out of this hole that the bron- the Broncos yeah. are in um yeah so so you have a like a relatively good year that year but you obviously you get sent um sinbin twice uh, <laughs> twice
1: i got bin against manly for a high shot and Ruben garrick that's when they started cracking down on any high shot. That was
0: a magic round yeah, yeah so
1: i got done for one earlier in the game which was like on top of the ball and it was yeah. like any head contact gone whatever yeah sweet penalized and that game was going awful for us as well and then they have a shift Gets out to the wing, like we've all jammed. I've come across and he stepped inside me and I hit him a little bit high, yeah. which is like, it's not like a coat hanging him, but yeah. I did hit him high. Mm. Yeah, sin <laughs> Got told by somebody in that team that I'm a reserve grader and I don't I don't, <laughs> don't deserve to be on the field, same field as them. I was
0: like, yeah. It fair. Fair was, fair I was play. like my
1: fifth or sixth game or whatever. I was like, you know,
0: starting to feel like that. <laughs> it's yeah. really starting to feel like that. <laughs> but I mean, th- that year, like although it wasn't um, a great year for Brisbane, you know, you'd played better footy in first grade at the very least for that yeah. year for you personally yeah
1: I, I felt like i had a good year i didn't have a great year but i yeah. felt i proved to myself and the people at brisbane that i could play nrl like yeah for if they needed to, needed me to kind of thing
0: yeah
1: um and that's what i sort of held my hat on going into that i think it was the 2022 20, season yep yeah. yeah. so 2022
0: season um you you obviously signed with the knights but you play obviously more footy um yeah that's also the podcast 2022 yeah. yeah 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 so yeah. so for the listeners that may have forgotten you're on a podcast yeah and basically you're asked um you basically say reno is the coach of the team or yeah. something along those I, lines.
1: I, I, i'm trying to refer to reno as like how good he is as a person like people could go to him about yeah. the game plan and stuff like that like he was so smart as a footy player mm. about like game management and stuff like that that people could go to him yeah and i worded it in a way that sort of made kevy sound it like made, made out like i was saying kev was a bad coach yeah which i I come out and said after like it's it was portrayed wrong like i worded it wrong but it's not the message i was trying to get across yeah yeah but no one cared that i said that because it wasn't fun but yeah i was probably the most hated man in brisbane for a bit there yeah
0: yeah because like when i watched the clip i was like, it stung me obviously i was like Fuck. yeah It's like, oh man, like it's Kevin Walters, like what he's done for this club, but I also understand what you were trying to say, yeah. Which was like, that's what's supposed to happen. You're supposed to go to the senior players in a team, yeah. But it sounded, you know what I mean? It It sounded sounded bad.
1: Like I've listened to it once, but I haven't listened to it again. Because just like, because I was like, (laughs) it's the secondhand embarrassment. Like it's not the way. Like, it just makes – like, as I said, how I portray myself, I do something yeah. like that, and people just think I'm a wanker again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not the way – like, it's not what I meant to do. Yeah. But it's the way it was come out, and i tell you what, that was the weirdest time. Because I is it was right at the end of the season that it come out. So I think I did it a month before, mm. and it come out the last game of the season when I was picked. Yeah. Because um, I hadn't been playing for a bit there, <clears throat> um, and I got picked the last game of the season, and that come out, and then it was just – torture yeah. i met i think i woke up to a call from reno saying like what'd you say i was like what'd i say when i just woke up yeah. like, what do you mean he's like in a podcast i was like man i have no idea i haven't yeah. done a podcast yeah and then it come out and i like oh, that day i could call kevin like apologize and was like man yeah. it's not i understand like the way it comes it looks but i put like, i just apologize because it's not the way i wanted it to be yeah and, and like Kevin's
0: like he gave you that, that shot in round eight yeah 21 you know yeah and
1: that's i mean like, i've said it in other things before like without kevy i probably don't play in rl mm. or like i don't get that opportunity so it's not i would not bag him ever like if, yeah as i said without him i don't play yeah without him i don't get the opportunity to play without him i don't get the opportunity to sign to the knights
0: yeah yeah for so sure it's,
1: it's never it was never anything personal like it's not like i was trying to bag him out and that's what the message i was trying to get across every time i do an interview about it but it was too late yeah, too but yeah. that was hard though because like <clears throat> It was the last game too and we needed to win yeah and it was like well are you going to drop him are you going to like because i going to yeah. play or the next day at training was the most awkward thing because like that's when you had to do all your COVID tests and that before you got in oh really and i was doing mine and kevy got there and then katoni's in his car oh. like making jokes about it <laughs> waiting to get the all clear to come in like laughing at me Payne's doing the same thing and i was like bro <laughs> <laughs> so I went to Kevy and I was like, I gave like a hug and him. I was like, man, I'm again, I'm so sorry. And he's yeah. like, yeah, I understand. And I was like, yeah, this is going to be a tough day training. Yeah. In the meeting, Kevy made a joke about it. And I was like, oh. After training, Kevy made a joke about it. And then Katoni made a joke about it. And I was like, at least it was kind of at the point where they were making jokes about it. Like, yeah. It wasn't too weird. But like, I, I felt bad for Kev because that's not who he was. And he'd like, we were playing better than the
0: year we were before. Yeah, for sure. Kind of thing. and And anyone yeah. that, um, knows kevy like he's one of the boys like he's a coach and like hundred yeah. percent like he's a coach he what he says goes but yeah. he's definitely one of the boys hundred oh, percent definitely yeah, one of the boys
1: a, yeah bronco's legend yeah so yeah like it's not like i was <laughs> and I, yeah it's so hard to talk about because like it i can say i it's not the way i meant it as much as i want but it's not and it's like oh you're saying you're saying that because how how what, it I mean, turned out say, no, yeah 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 it is what it is Mate, it is, what, the it chin is.
0: what it is like yeah kevy absolute the man the man um so you signed with knights how like why did that happen how did it come about all that kind of stuff um so
1: halfway through the twenty twenty two season um wouldn't i wasn't dropped so i had i have an injury i have a stress fracture in my shin yep um and when the club found out about that they're like oh like you can't play like you're not allowed to play and i was mm. like oh right like obviously i was pretty stressed about it i was like "What? Well, never heard of that ever yep. so i got um I wasn't even allowed to train. Like I had to go to see doctors, I had to get scans, like MRIs, everything like that. Yeah. Had to go see surgeons. Yeah, wow. Um. And then after I saw a couple of surgeons, they were like you, like, you can still run. Like we see this a lot in like like jumping sports, like basketball, netball, yeah. things like that. So you can still play, but it's just a pain thing. So if you can deal with the pain, mm. no jumps, you're sweet. They looked at all my x-rays and stuff, said the bone's still like really strong. Like there's a little crack in there kind of thing, but yeah. like it is what it is. <clears throat> So I said it's up to you if you want to play you can play so I got the all clear and then um the, the lawyers at Brisbane wouldn't let me train yeah wow then that they were for some reason they thought if I broke it they were gonna I was gonna sue them like that's like I uh, that's like, I wasn't really involved in any of the chats about it all but this that's is kind one. of what the secondhand news I was getting from like people that were involved in it as well and I was like it happened. So
0: I didn't play for four weeks. So I wasn't allowed to. I wasn't allowed to train. The so you weren't, even, you weren't even allowed to play Q Cup or anything. I wasn't allowed to train. With so the that's boys. What, what's weird is like, uh, what I don't get with that is kind of like if they wanted you to leave, you could. They would have just come. They could have just come to you and said. Yeah, well, like, I
1: don't think they wanted me to leave because I started another year on my contract. Yeah, so yeah. So I had two years, there and I, I was like, I was playing good for you. I think we had won six straight at that time. Like mm. we were looking pretty good, mm. um, and then you had this, and then. I don't think they wanted me to leave, but they were just worried about if I broke my leg. Like they were worried. So it was a genuine concern. Yeah, genuine concern. That's that's what I'm
0: saying. It's like if you looked at it like, oh, they were just trying to put you in a position where you're like,
1: no, it was. It never felt like that, and it wasn't like that. It was just like there was genuine concern that if I broke it, they were like, oh, he may never play again, and all that sort of thing. Okay. And I was like, Jesus Christ.
0: Yes. Holy. Yeah. Wow. But
1: like all, I saw three surgeons, and all three of them said like the the worst thing you can do is to completely deload your leg like completely stop running because if you do that then it'll start to heal yeah but they wouldn't let me run so I was deloading it
0: yeah they and must was, have got they must have got advice from a specialist saying
1: well it was yeah it was weird so I didn't really know what was happening like it was a club my management all this other sort of thing I was just there I yeah. was just like the bloke over here that wasn't allowed to do anything yeah um so that was a bit it was that was tough to cop because I was playing good footy mm. like we had won six straight and up i was playing all right for because i was doing my job and we yep. won six straight like we were in the top eight and we were going pretty well and then i yeah i wasn't even allowed to, i wasn't allowed to play for a month yeah which wow. is kind of a bit of a slap in the face like not even necessarily just being like not
0: playing in a row but i wasn't allowed to play at all yeah they they must have got involved. yeah there was
1: some obviously something going on and i was i didn't really want to know about it i just wanted to know if i could play yeah okay that's all i wanted to do i don't i just well i just kept saying like i don't care just yeah. let me let me play at least let me train yeah um but yeah, so I didn't I don't think i trained or played for yeah a month five weeks or something like that mm. um, and then when obviously when I was allowed to I hadn't played for five weeks so I wasn't just gonna go walk straight back into yeah. the NRL team yeah so I had to go back to cup um, but that was weird because I' found out I had a fracture in my leg so I was like limping when I was running because I was like because I didn't know about it and I was sort of sweet and then they told me oh yeah you've got a stress fracture in your leg like what? And ev- and everybody was so worried about it and I was like, and then when I went back to running, cause I hadn't done it for so long, like I felt like the pain was worse.
0: Oh, so hang on a sec. So when you f- went back, you found out you had a stroke fracture. No, year? so I
1: found out before, mm. and then I had the fight four or five weeks off cause the club wouldn't let me play. And then when I got cleared to play again, I went back to running and cause it had started to heal. Like it was more painful when I was running cause it was like breaking again.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. So because it- because you'd been inactive
1: yeah and the bone itself started to heal yeah okay it and started I hurting more and running because and i wasn't meant to just completely not run yeah yeah it started hurting a lot more and i was running with a limp and i had to wear like a big hockey shin pad on my leg
0: but that's that's interesting because so they i've clearly got conflicting advice yeah and in their mind they're sitting there going we'll see what happened thought like that happened. We thought that was going to happen if you went back to training. We were worried yeah. that that could happen. But in the, your specialist mind that spoke to you, yeah. they're saying it happened because you weren't running.
1: Yeah. It was, it was, a, whole, it was a real weird Fucking situation. And it's still hard for me to wrap my head around because I'm not a surgeon. Like, I, I'm a football player. Yeah, yeah, football. for sure. For I'm sure. not very I like, <laughs> tackle blokes. And I run it blokes. Like, oh, that's it. And, like, yeah. They were all having their conversations and stuff. And, like, and, I was, and it hurt me that like, I got the all clear from the surgeon. So I thought once I got the all clear from them who clearly know yeah I'd, I'd be able to play and then it just didn't work that way but yeah i played cup for the rest of that year until the last round where mm. we needed to like we needed to win that game i think we, we lost to the dragons yeah and we finished ninth that year mm. but it was a yeah really weird year but halfway through that odd oh, so not halfway sort of like at the back end of that year we sort of my management and i were like well we i think because Ezra started playing and Ezra was killing it like, yeah he's a freak yeah and he was killing it and i sort of was like well i'm probably not going to play next year I don't really want to stay and be a backup after like, i feel like I'm at that time of my career where I want to be starting. Yep. Um, and we got permission from the Broncos to look elsewhere. Yeah. Um, and then the Knights were keen, a few other teams were keen, but I'd played at the Knights earlier that year mm. in Newcastle. Um, and I sort of fell in love with the place. I Newcastle like, Newcastle's awesome. Yeah. Like it's a cool spot to live. Mm. And I was like, I think I called my manager. I was like, like if anything ever happens and I have to move back to Sydney, like. Newy. Newy's a spot. And yeah. then yeah, six months later, I'd signed a deal at Newcastle, far
0: out down in New
1: Yeah, so it was a weird, weird way to get to Newcastle because I had to break break my contract and get permission to leave. But yeah. like the club was pretty sweet with it too. Like they were realised like that I was if I stayed, I was just going to be the backup. Yeah, kind and of I, thing. I
0: don't I know if the club expected Ezra to explode that quickly. Oh, I'm not sure
1: he was he was killing it at training. Yeah, like he could do some things that. I've never seen people yeah.
0: do before but either. I reckon, though, when they, let's say they go into 2022 with their top 30, they're probably going, Ezra's two, three I years away. I think he was 19, from, yeah. Yeah, so two, still three, three years away young, from yeah. like, hitting his, so they're yeah. probably thinking, okay, well, Tyson is going to be our guy there, yeah. and then he explodes. So, But, like, that,
1: yeah, that cup, yeah, Ezra was like, I think he had like. Killed it. Like 15 tries in like seven or eight games. Like it was just ridiculous. So yeah. de- definitely deserved to like get the opportunity. And then when he got the opportunity, like, it. took it with both hands and like. Yeah. You saw the year he had this year after only playing 14 games the year before. Yeah. Um, so it was just it was a good decision from both parties. Yeah, I for think. sure. For sure. It worked out better for like worked out for them, like you killed it for the year they've made the grand final. And then it worked out for me. I got to play consistent NRL with the most games I've ever played. And like we finished fifth. We yeah. won nine games. Yeah. Finished the season. So mm. um yeah, definitely a business decision I was happy I made. Yeah,
0: and i mean you got to experience that newy run yeah like, such a cool thing to be a part of yeah
1: absolutely that yeah after the year we had where we were sitting when we started like i think we we're 14th won nine straight and finished fifth
0: so good and there was a
1: couple games in there like, as a club that we think we probably could have won because yeah. i think we finished a game or two outside the four mm. and like obviously that we spoke about earlier that penrith game at home
0: bronx game where we got that lucky yeah try.
1: yeah the penrith game was probably the one that hurt the most because we had missed two conversions and they won by a point. Yeah, okay. If we kicked those conversions, like it doesn't even get close to actually yeah. point. The, the Broncos game, like we were up, I think, I don't want eight points or something with like yeah. seven minutes to go. And that game was probably one of the hardest I've ever played. Like that, was, from the first kickoff of that game, they rolled us sixty meters. We got the ball, rolled them sixty meters, and it yeah. was just exactly like that the whole All game. Time. That was like barely any defense. Yeah, like I think. Yeah, well we were up with eight points whatever with eight minutes to go. And they just went bang. I think bang. I can't remember the first try they scored, but I think we'd we'd missed two conversions as well that game and we lost by four. Yeah. So I mean you kick those, twenty four all, like who knows what happens. Yeah. To be sure. fair they have Reno who's one of the best field goal kickers ever, yeah. I'd say. Um but you never know. Um and then we had a few games where we lost by two. We drew with Manly and Mudgy. Yep. That was another yeah, one. I think, I yeah, think yeah. we had missed conversions that game. We had shots that have it as a field goal. I think they missed conversions as well. Mm. So, like, you never know. Then we lose to the Roosters at home by two. Um, yeah. Just like there's a lot of games that were so close, like two and four points, that you look at and you think, well, a chance. Like, if you win one or two more of those, yeah you sit in the top four. Yeah. And, like, towards the back end of the year in the run, like, we had games where we played awful. Like, when we played the Dolphins in Perth, mm. like we got away with a win there. Yeah. I feel like when you're winning, you learn how to win. Yeah. Right? If you're like, we were losing at that time, we would have learned how, like, you learn to lose.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's almost in, like, yeah. a mindset kind of thing. Yeah.
1: So, we, I think we won that game 30 to 28.
0: Yeah, that was when
1: Kalen kicked the goal, like, right at the end. Holding the, the scrum, and it
0: was, like, 20 metres away from the play It was Yeah. Like,
1: what? Yeah. Made no sense. <laughs> no sense. No sense. <laughs> no sense. <laughs> but you used sit there go. I'm going, yes. Sweet, sweet. Thank God. Uh, um, but yeah, just lift different things like that. I think there was another close game in that, probably the Canberra game as well. Yeah. Probably, if you look at that, we probably deserve to lose that. Like we played bad. They
0: pl- and they played really, really yeah. well. Really After the well. two
1: games we played against them and we sort of beat them, not convincingly the first time, but we beat them there. And the second time we played, we played really good and beat them in Canberra. Yeah. But yeah, like the tries that they were scoring on us, I feel like were tries we were stopping. Yeah. Four weeks before. Yeah. I think you know how sometimes when they talk about a team needs a loss before you go into finals. Yeah. Probably what we needed, like a little kick up the ass kind of thing. Because yeah. you can get a little bit complacent when you're winning and not focus on things that yeah. are such a big deal.
0: Yeah. But you don't um, want to be rolling like I know people have won on streaks, but fuck, you don't want to be rolling it on the like, like a, yeah. a fifteen game win streak because yeah. you're just almost waiting for the loss yeah. to come. Yeah. And um, then yeah, that our performances to
1: finish the year probably turned into what happened against the Warriors. Like yeah. we played bad against the Raiders and then we played worse against the Warriors. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah.
0: For the next 12 months, you've obviously got um, Colgan coming to the club. Yeah. And you almost feel like, oh fuck, just want to have a good year. And <laughs> now there's more pressure on the position. Yeah. Um, I think he's more of a seven than a six, but uh, I'm assuming he will play whatever. Is it just basically like, look, I'm used to this by now. I'm just going to fight. Yeah,
1: for most, most years I've had at a club, I've had to fight for a spot. Yeah. So it's not really, News to me and i'd prefer it that way like if i feel like you can go into seasons a little bit complacent if there's not somebody pushing for a jersey yeah or like there's not another player that's played a lot of nrl that's ready to go and like yeah. he's coming off a like the grand final where i don't i feel like personally that if he doesn't go on they might not win
0: i don't yeah i agree i don't think like they win.
1: some of the things he did playing on the footy to mm. free nathan that were like Mate, crazy
0: he played so well i was like. Do you play Cleary at six for Origin? Like
1: that's how much I yeah, was like. He played really good, far out. really good. And I think like the move, like he's like the fresh legs coming on too, yeah. in a game that was physical and Psycho. it was it was fast, like yeah. it was crazy. Like I think those fresh legs on a bloke that, like a half playing near the ruck. I think the first try, well Nathan Cleary's troll that he passed back into Lyoto. Like mm. his speed with the ball to stop think whoever the defender was and then ezra had to check the lead or who yeah. someone had to check the lead yeah i think and it was capewell yeah, Kate yeah. And, ezra did and like just this I speed mean. that he got the ball fresh legs like if it's sort of hard to do that 60 60 minutes in when they've been running around you're yeah. almost at sort of seven eight k's already yeah. yeah it's tough but yeah he yeah he played really well in that and i think it's good for us in a preseason sort of aspect like you never you're not sure who's going to play there so i think all three of us will get positions and training with each other because you just never know what happens yeah like, he might play seven and I play six and then Jacko seven and him six and like we just see what works for the team because you just never know what happens like I'm not sure what's going to happen round one but yeah. if there's everybody's going to be fit and ready to go or if yeah. there's injuries or something like that like yep sort of proof throughout the year. like with Kalen lose like he was training at six like this year and he got injured like I had to go there but it was yeah. just lucky that I had a lot of time with Jacko mm. and then Jack at the end of the year, like Adam Clune, come in and played a few games. Like, yep. it's, you just never know what's going to happen. So yeah. it's it's good for the team. Like, competition for spots is always good. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, especially with a bloke like that, as I said, just won the premiership. Yeah. Coming off a really good year at Penrith. Like, yeah. he's not coming here to play reserve game. Yeah, kind for of sure. Thing. Like, he's coming for a spot. And, like, regardless of how good Jack and I played last year for the team, like, we've got to be on our toes. Because yeah. it's, it's not going to be something that happens easy for us, which yep. – Again, is good for Newcastle. Mm,
0: yeah, mate. Ask all the boys this: favorite rapper of all time.
1: Favorite rapper of all time.
0: All time, Jesus. I'm a big J
1: Cole fan. J so, Cole, yeah. I'm a big J Cole fan. His bro. verse on the latest Drake song is yeah, hectic. I love J Cole, man. Like I've I've loved him since I was a kid. But yeah, it's a bit weird. Most people don't really think I listen to rap. It's probably country, but <laughs>
0: so you're a rap man.
1: Yeah, but honestly my playlist can go anywhere any direction anywhere like okay. you ask you ask it brother it's probably it's probably in there okay except a bit of heavy metal maybe not that but <laughs> yeah, I know who you... country rap like whatever you what are you whatever you're after okay all right especially my drive down was, was it was interesting <laughs> I, got, I got through some verses put it that way brother, by myself i got through some great oh. ones <laughs>
0: what's joe cole's best album then ah <sighs> uh, geez because he's doing one more, isn't he? The four off. I don't know,
1: yeah. I I can't pin down it to one, bro. I can't, I can't do it. Because he's got the Forest Hill drive. Forest Hill Drives is my favourite. Because that's when I was like in high pod? school and that was like yeah. that was he was the man. And that was, that was probably my favourite. That's probably the most songs that I've got of his yeah. on my like, playlist and yeah, that. Okay. probably Forest Hill's Drive. But um, it's a tough one. That's that is a tough one though.
0: I fucking hope it is, because he only releases quality. Yeah. Uh, he's not
1: really yeah, as you said, doesn't do too much. So
0: uh, favorite movie of all time? Oh. Movie of all time.
1: That's even harder because I, I'm a big movie guy, I'm like a big <laughs> movie guy. Like, i what don't, first
0: came to mind? The first thing you thought? See,
1: of. I'm a mad at like Avengers kind of guy. So oh, Endgame like, was endgame? hectic for me. Endgame's hectic. End Endgame. Like, I'm a big. But it's gone, like now. Yeah, it's, it's gone shit so Yeah, it's gone downhill. Shit. Ever since that, it's gone like down.
0: Literally, like that was the Endgame for Marvel for me. Yeah, after and after the that, movies that I've
1: come shit. out haven't been great. Yeah, haven't been great at all. Um, but I like like probably probably not of all time but i'm a big fan of the blind side love blind the blind side grouse movie man sport it,
0: movie hectic love never it. stated me hearing that like someone's suing someone from yeah. that movie i was yeah, like yeah that no. sort of
1: took me by surprise that yeah. but it's hard to think of all the movies i've watched because i reckon i watch i've watched that many movies i'll re-watch them like that many times <laughs> just cause. What, what,
0: what's your most re-watched then men in black yeah great movie
1: probably the second one yeah just because it's always on netflix <laughs> It's always there, like continue watching or like man. recently watched. So that and like it's one of the things you put on in the background, like when I'm doing something, yeah. Like I'll be on my phone watching it and it still makes me laugh. Like, I am like um,
0: how they did my boy Will at the moment, his misses. <laughs> like, oh, there's a lot going on there, mate. Yeah. He, he was like brass,
1: he was a man. Stand until, up for yourself, yeah, please. Say something for the love of God. She said some things that are just completely oh, so crook out of this world so cruel you can't say that about somebody else and Especially like it's your such husband a, it's such a public oh like my it's gonna God. it's gonna be a big thing it's I not know. like it's gonna see a few people like it's Cruc- massive it's will smith you're talking about yeah you're like, talking about
0: fucking joe yeah. blow from the pub yeah crazy uh <laughs> crazy. mate thank you so much for coming on the potty that was awesome uh yeah and i can't as i i um i thought you were outstanding this year Thought you're really thank good you. i can't wait to watch you in 2024 i
1: nah, appreciate it thank you for having me on well